Okay. Oh, just so you know, we're, we're live on Facebook as well. I know you're not on Facebook or any sort of, sort of social media, just, just LinkedIn. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Pretty private, actually. This is uh, unique for me. I don't typically Thank you. public engagements, but uh, hey, you know what? Anything for John side, man. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. And, you know, a lot of us uh, really, really appreciate what you do. Again, it's uh, mostly our company um, that's going to be tuning in and a lot of the agent community, and of course, our own uh, people at the uh, PDC are tuning in as well. So guys, welcome to the Power Half Hour. And today we have a very special guest, my coach. I'm proud to say it's it's my coach, uh, Chris Larmer, our abundance coach. And he has taught me in the last year how to do less, grind less, become more, and actually accomplish more. Uh, who wants to do that? Raise their hand. Where's your Zoom hand? Okay, great. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> awesome. So without further ado, Chris, Chris Larmer, welcome. Hey, thanks, John. Appreciate the uh, very kind and generous introduction. Um, hey, guys, I, I'm happy to talk about whatever you want today. I, didn't, I don't have an agenda. Um, you know, John informed me that, you know, that, well, hey, let's back up for a second. I'll give you guys a little bit of background on me first, and then we can sort of go from there. Um, I, I was, uh, I got into real estate in 2000, I believe it was 2002, uh, in residential real estate. And I was, uh, sort of a, a single family, uh, residential realtor, you know, I did 40 ends in my first year, um, with no referrals. Unfortunately, it was a little bit of a grind. And then the next year it was around 68 and then the next year it was 85. And then after that, it went over a hundred. And then I, I partnered with a fellow who approached me for some uh, project marketing. And prior to that, when I sort of went from the 68 to the 85 to the over 100, I was working with Mike Ferry, whom I'm sure most of you are familiar with. And uh, I was being coached by Mike Ferry. And, um, and then I was trained as a coach uh, for the Mike Ferry organization, which was really good training. Uh, love Mike, love his system. I think it's fantastic. Uh, when I met Daryl Rutherford, who became uh, a very influential part of my life for about 17 years, I, I worked with him every week for approximately 17 years. Wow. And it was uh, it, every week for, for 17 years. And it was a fantastic conversation, very good friend, um, miss him a lot, but it, it, it ended up changing my life in the way that, uh, you know, where I learned from the work and money weren't related and they aren't related. And I, I started to get that when I worked with Daryl and I was still doing the Mike Ferry system at the same time for probably about two or three years um, where I was, I had two phones, I had double headset. I was dialing both at once doing a hundred contacts a day between eight and noon, had my, you know, my morning routine, get up at five workout, uh, do my affirmations, do my role play, then get on the phone. And you know, you guys know like, the drill, right? <laughs> yep. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But what I found was that I was burning out because it was just a lot of work. And it, and it came to the point where I thought, man, there's got to be an easier way to do this. What Daryl kept on saying to me is, look, do you care if you do 300 deals a year or do you just want to make the million and a half bucks or whatever it was that I wanted to make? And um, I actually can't remember back that far. So I'm, I'm kind of dating myself, I guess. But um, we, we had the conversation of sort of leveraging a little more of the universal laws to really uh, amp up the results. And so we did that. And I went from doing a hundred contacts eventually down to doing about 15 or 20 and achieving way more. Mm. And, and it didn't seem 
at the time it was kind of, oh, that was a fluke. You know, is that, you know, your ego goes in and it comes in and says, hey, is that, uh, is, is this sustainable? Is it duplicatable? That was a fluke. Uh, everything's coming out of the blue and all that kind of crap. And, and what I, I realized really, which was interesting, is that um, it is totally duplicatable. And, it, and it's really just depends on your belief because when where your focus is, if your focus is on, you know, I got to do a hundred contacts a day to get. Oh. Is it just me? <laughs> no, it's not just you. Okay. I don't hear it either. Uh -oh. What's that? Oh, you're back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Zoom has been wonderful to me these days. I don't know what's going on, but um, <laughs> anyway, so we, it, it, it occurred to me that I didn't have to focus on the doing part as much as, as the being. And, and, you know, when I started to think about, you know, I, I was kind of come up with a mantra, what's your, what's your core essence as a, as a being on, on the planet? And mine was, was abundance. I, I, I really resonate with abundance and there's more than enough to go around. There's more than enough wealth. There's no more money. There's more food, water, anything you want. There's just abundance of it on the planet. It really just depends on how much you're willing to let in. And so what I realized is that, that being connected to that and leveraging it, knowing the, the sort of universal laws, you know, gravity included, you sort of get to a place where you're able to uh, leverage that so that every minute you spend doing something that you're inspired about creates a very different outcome. So I get, you know, you get present to the difference between motivation and inspiration and taking inspired action versus force at forceful action and the outcomes are significantly different. So, okay, I'll stop there. I mean, my, my background, I'm not in real estate any longer. I haven't been for over 14 years. Um, I, I still own real estate. I still invest in it, but I, I more so am involved with uh, companies and, and mergers and acquisitions and corporate finance now. So happy to answer any questions anybody wants. This is your call. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, guys, if you have any questions, put in the chat box or just speak up right away. But I, I mean, I have a few questions for you, actually, and, and I think it applies to the crowd as well. So number one for me is, you know, when we first started, obviously, you had to call expires, you had to call FISBO, you had to call just listed, just sold. And those are the things I hated to call. Like, I hated to do, Chris. Now, being that we're, you know, a lot of us are new on the call. Um, if I didn't feel like if I wasn't inspired to do those calls, nothing was going to happen. Like, what, what do you say to that? Like, there's some things that you just have to do that you don't want to do right in the business. How does that correlate to what we're talking about in terms of inspired action versus, you know, forceful action? Well, you only have to, we say you have to. I mean, I mean, if, if you come from a place of having to do something, then that's obligation. And, and mm -hmm. it, it depends on how you look at things, because I mean, if you change the way you, you the, if you change the way you're looking at things, the things you're looking at change. So if you're looking at your business as I have to do this in order to earn a living, then it's going to be a grind. It's going to be tough. Right. And, you know, but, but really what is it? Why do you do what you do? Okay. So we all do what we do to make a little, you know, to make money, but that's not the reason we do it. I mean, the core reason that you do anything in life is because you're adding value to other people. Mm. It doesn't matter whether you work at McDonald's or you sell companies that are worth $200 million. It, it, it it's it's you have a purpose 
What's your purpose? And if you're not being purposeful in the moment, then you're absolutely working from a place of obligation instead of inspiration, right? So, you know, you guys help people live better lives by finding them better real estate to live in, right? I mean, or investments to make money from or some form of a way to build wealth. I mean, think about the people who are retiring. Like, I mean, my parents are a good example, right? Their equity is all in their home. And they're able to retire because they have that equity. So there's a whole bunch of different ways to look at what you do and how you do it. Um, and it doesn't require the grind. The grind is, is, is fabricated. It's, it's, it's made up. And so you choose that grind. And, and if you choose to grind, well, then you're going to get more grinding. Yeah, that's the thing. So my next question would be like, you know what, you've done 100, 100 contacts a day. You know, we talked to Thatch Wynn and, and he, he did 100 contacts a day for 10 years straight. I was doing 50 contacts a day for like five years, four or five years straight, right? Now, my question is like, uh, because I've been through the grind that I, I, I deserve to pull back a bit and still have the attraction. So for newer agents, do they have to go through the grind or can they manifest the goals that they want without being in the grind at all? So I guess the question is, do they have the same power that you and I both have being connected to the same thing? And the yes. answer is unequivocally, yeah. I mean, is the grind required? No, only if you say so, right? Mm. Oh, you're frozen again. Or make a million bucks a year. That's up to you, right? So at the end of the day, you, you, you can do 10 contacts a day and achieve the same result. It just depends on, on what your intention is when you're making those contacts, right? So where are you coming from? Are you coming from a place of a gotta grind or are you coming from a place of, I want to create something, right? Yeah. So it really, it's, it's what we call a being choice. It's who you choose to be in the well, abundance. Abundance isn't the state of having, it's a state of being. It doesn't matter what you have. You, you can be abundant and have nothing. Look at Mother Teresa and Gandhi. And I mean, there's countless examples of Nelson Mandela, whoever, like he was in a jail, he was still abundant. And, and so it's, it's a state of being. And then, and then he came out of jail and amassed, you know, a lot of things. But what are things? I mean, you think about what it is that you want and why you want it. The only reason you want it is because you're going to feel better to have it, right? So do you have to feel bad in order to get to feeling good? Do you have to grind in order to have peace? Because those two things can't exist together. You, you can't have the problem and the solution be in the same place at the same time. It's either you have, you have the problem or you have the solution. They can't coexist. And so you can't have the grind and have the peace and the abundance. They don't, those two things don't correlate. Work and money aren't related. If they were, then the people who dig ditches on the side of the road would be the wealthiest people on the planet, and they're not. So mm -hmm. why is that? That really hit me uh, last year when you first brought that up. It's like, yeah, right. I mean, if the, if people worked um, harder and harder and harder, 12, 14 hour days are the ones who uh, would make the most money, then physical labor people would be multi-multi-millionaires. It's not true. No. So I look at my own business and I'm thinking, wow, like I used to work 12, 14 hour days. And today I work seven hours a day, five days a week, and I'm able to achieve actually more results. Right. right? And yeah. you know, taking my contacts down from 50 contacts a day to 10 contacts a day, and then, you know, focus on more being, you know, which you helped me with, Chris. So thank you for that. Um, I guess for all the, the younger agents, I mean, 
how would they work towards more being versus doing? Well, and I gotta be honest with you, when I first started in real estate and I did the door knocking and all of the expires and physicals, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it was something that I, I, I just loved it. I thought it was awesome. And um, I'm a sales, I've been a sales guy all my life since I was six years old. I've been selling something to somebody. Um, so I just really enjoy the process. And there's a lot of people that don't. And yeah, I, I can speak for myself. I can't tell anybody else how to live because everyone's journey is different, right? And, and, and it should be, like, and you should embrace that and enjoy it. Um, but I would say that, you know, going through the process for me, I got to a point where it was too much of a grind. It just, you know, I was just burning out because I was, all of my energy was going into dragging my ass out of bed to get my morning routine done so that I could, you know, be, uh, what, what does Mike call it? The, um, it was the, uh, just being persistently, you know, go, going through the repetitious boredom, that's it. Repetition. And so, yeah, and I just didn't feel like I wanted to go through repetitious boredom until I croaked, right? So I, I decided to change that a little bit and um, started getting a little more inspired with what I was doing. And I, I, it, it went from doing the contacts and getting the listings and having the number of deals and the average commission and everything else like that to being, I want to make a million dollars this year, right? And, and being able to believe that and then going on and just focusing on that number and then going after, because, you know, Daryl said to me, he said, do you care if you make, like back then, I think my average commission was like five grand, which you guys would probably, you know, that'd be a really low commission today. But, you know, back in the day, 5,000 bucks per deal, like I had to do a fairly significant number of deals in order to get to a million dollars if that was my mindset. And he said, do you care if you make it through doing a hundred deals or five deals or 20 deals? It doesn't matter. And so I, you know, I, I just switched my focus from the number of deals to the amount of money. And when I did that, my average commission went up significantly and it, it you know, I mean, I did a deal the first three months I was working with Daryl. I did a deal. It was $42,500 on a double end. And then, um, and then I sold two houses side by side where I made about 60, uh, double ended both of them. And then, you know, probably six months later, I sold a development property where I made 50. Uh, and then I sold another development property the year after where I made a hundred. He's frozen again, but guys like, do we care if we do a hundred deals or do we just want the money? So number of deals. Oh, sorry. You're back. <laughs> yeah. So I was just saying like, do you, do we care if we make, you know, a million dollars, hundred thousand dollars, or is it the number of deals that we're chasing after? You know, Mike, Mike always told us, Hey, you got to focus on the number of transactions. Don't focus on the money because you're going to get complacent. What if you did one deal and you made 100K versus if you, um, you know, made uh, 20 deals and you made 100K? He always taught us that <laughs> 20 deals is always better than one deal. So what do you say to that? Well, do 20 deals and make a million. What's the difference? I mean, what's the difference? It's 20 deals. And, right. and so, but, but the difference is that, that $900,000 in income. So, I mean, you, you, you choose that. And, and again, it's like, you know, when, when you focus on, if you say that I need to do 20 deals to make a hundred grand, then you will have to, mm. because you're, that's your declaration to the universe. That's what you're saying. You're going, Hey, I'm going to do a hundred deals. I have to do a hundred deals or I have to do 20 deals. or I have to do, see having to do means that you're obligated to something. 
mm. and that you're limiting that funnel that 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 the, the amount of bandwidth that you're allowing it's just basically widening the funnel like you can you can say i'm going to have to do this much work in order to get that much pay and if you say that then that's your declaration that's your intention and that's what you're going to get because you can't you're so focused on how it's got to show up that you can't see anything else you're not aware and when your awareness is that narrow you're not able to see the bigger picture that's huge and you know with that being said how, how important is it uh chris to talk to ourselves such that we don't you know narrow our focus so much right because my pdc uh coach always told me when i'm you know going on in my ego mind he would always tell me if you say so if you say so and that would usually bring me out of that uh ego mind so how important is it to to be aware of what you say to yourself well, it's, it's not so much what I say to myself as what I observe myself saying. And, and you know, that, that's, that's just a different perspective. You, you can go to a, to a different, I mean, this is going a little deeper than, than I think this call should really go right now, but you've, you've got, you got two parts to you, right? I mean, you've got the, the bigger part of you that is, we're all connected to on this call. And then you call John or Chris or Jack or whatever. Right. So, um, but it's not the physical, the physical part of you is the survival mechanism, right? That's the thing that, that is, is, is a survival mechanism. Well, surviving and thriving are not the same thing. You can't, you can't grind to survive and then thrive at the same time, as I mentioned. So wh where I go is, is meditation helps me greatly to do that, where I can, I can go to a, you know, a higher place and sort of be the observer rather than, than being observed or being when, when, when you're talking to yourself, who's, who's hearing you talk to yourself? That's the question. And so it's, it's the, it's the, the part of you that exists between those thoughts that's observing those thoughts. And so if you're able to stay in that place more often than in the place where you're talking or you're doing the talking, which is your ego, you have more power. You see, because when you're the observer, you're able to see the big picture and you're able to amp up your energy everything is about energy it's like if i get inspired first and then i start making calls the results are tremendous but if you're grinding and going oh man i gotta go out and do these calls again and now you're calling you know mrs smith and going hey i want to list your properties you can go who is this what do you want <laughs> right like really and you're going to attract those types of clients because that's that's where your energy is i mean think about it when you have a good day and you get up in the morning and you had an awesome breakfast and you know great workout and you're just feeling really good and you're amped up and you're just jazzed and it's sunny outside and you jump into your nice car and you drive to your nice office and wearing a nice suit and you feel awesome and everything happened you had every green light on the way to work and people are courteous and everything is good and then you know your day just goes like that right and everything just falls into place well that's because you're feeling good well, now the converse is you get out of bed, you stub your toe, you don't work out, right? You feel like crap, you eat it, you know, you, you didn't even get your breakfast, you haven't had coffee, and then you get, you know, you get every red light on the way to work, everyone's a jerk, and you're that's the way your day goes. Well, look who shows up mm. during those days, right? Every dickhead on the planet shows up, yes. right? Because that's what you're that's where you're vibrating. So you're just a magnet for wherever your energy is at the moment. So when you amp up your energy and then go work, then you're attracting the kind of clients that you really want to have in your experience. It's all about how you feel every single day. 
Everything's about how you feel. Think about it. You know, if you feel like crap and you go home to your kids and your wife, how do they, how do they receive you? Not so great. No, because we're animals, right? We're animals. We, it's like dogs. If you're nervous around a dog, what's it going to do? Mm. They're going to show their teeth and they're going <laughs> to try to intimidate you. Right. So if you come from a place of having to, when, when somebody wants help and you're just coming from a place of having to, how does that come across? That's energy. So how would you suggest to get, you know, every day, get ourselves in a higher vibration besides uh, meditation? What else do you do to get to the higher level energy and happiness so we can attract more great business? Well, I mean, working out obviously is, is a huge benefit eating, right? You know, all the things that we know that we're, 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 you know, but you've got to want to do it. I mean, you can't just, you can't come from a place of, oh, I have to, it's, you got to want to, you got to be inspired to do those things. Like, it's, it comes from a place of being inspired. And so do the things that make you happy, right? Like, I mean, be happy first and that'll, that'll help to draw you into action that, that is way higher in vibration. Like the, I guess the thing is that when you listen to everybody else about their journey and you start comparing yourself to their journey, that's when you get disconnected, right? It's Mm -hmm. like you come from a place of wanting and, 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 intending and, and just having that that uh that awesome feeling of genuine desire right and so you have this these huge desires that you want to achieve in your life and all these these things you can definitely get to a place of how that would feel if you already had it right mm-hmm. so that energy is, is great and then all of a sudden you get into this like i want but how am i going to get there ah. and as soon as you go to how that's when you lose all of that Right. So you just literally threw up a huge roadblock in the way of your destination. And you know, which there isn't one anyway, it's just more about the journey, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, totally. It's um, we, we, we always want to visualize and focus on the outcome, but then we come out of our visualization. We're like, Oh man, how am I going to do that? And once you think about the, how all that vibration is uh, decreasing. Because you're focused on yeah, you're focused on how it's going to show up. The universe is way better at delivering that than, than you are, right? Yeah. You always tell me, and, and guys, uh, this, this one you might want to take down that, that I've gotten from Chris is uh, you either trust the universe or you don't. There is no halfway, right? So allow things to happen. Allow great things to come into your life, come into your business, right? So that's awesome. Um, I got some questions sure. here, Chris. For a brand new agent, what are the top three things they can do so they can learn the skills and have a new being choice? Hmm. So skills and energy are two different things, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have any skill, but you got great energy, you'll do just fine. But if you have crappy energy, you got all the skill in the world, then you're not going to do so good. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I would say this, right? Build your energy as you're building your skills and you'll do exceptionally well. And then when you get your energy amped up, you'll be in a place where your actions will be obvious. Mm. Right? So, so you're, you're taking action from a place of being inspired versus taking action from a place of having to do something to build the skills, to get the listings, to get the money, et cetera, et cetera. We do it backwards, right? We live in a, in a, in a, in a reality and we're, we're, we're socially programmed to come from a place of do have be. If I do enough of these things, I'll have the money, I'll be happy. And it doesn't work that way, right? If you're happy first and you got your energy up, 
then you'll do the things that, that, that come out of that and you'll have more than you can deal with. And that's what abundance is all about. So I'd say work on your energy and your skill at the same time, but focus more on your energy than anything else. It's always about how you feel, guys. Focus on your energy first, and then you can build the skills on top of that. And even Mike Ferry would agree to this, right? Mike always says, if you come you know, into an appointment with high levels of energy and enthusiasm, and you don't have the skills, you're going to win. But if you don't have energy and enthusiasm and you don't have the skills, you're going to lose all the time. But if you have both, guys, you're going to win all the time. Okay. Next question. Uh, and how do they overcome their fear of doing something they're not used to and take inspired action? So first of all, you got to ask yourself what you're afraid of. Mm. Right? And then the second question is, is that so? Is that so? Wow. I mean, most people are afraid of rejection but when they recognize that they are worthy then there's no such thing as rejection there's only people saying that they don't need your help right now or they do and so the more people that you talk to that don't need your help the quicker you're going to get to the ones that do and vice versa see that that's the thing about it and when you're in a place of of the energy level and again i'm talking about energy again but it's if you're at a level of energy that resonates with the types of people that you want to work with, then they come to you. And if you're resonating in that, that place, the people that don't want to work with you will be less of them will show up. Mm -hmm. So it's, and I mean, everybody's like, Oh yeah, right. That sounds like voodoo magic, whatever, but, but that's the, the time space reality that we live in. We're all connected to it. So why not leverage it? Absolutely. That's that's awesome. Okay. How about this one here? As a brand new agent, lots of brand new agents and first month on the job, what do you suggest to get the most out of the day for the first year uh, where I don't have 50 to hundred people to call daily? Well, I mean, there's lots of people to call. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, get your energy right first and that'll, that'll, that'll figure itself out. But I mean, you know, as a new agent, like, look, there's, how many people live in, if we're talking about just even greater Vancouver, what there's what over 2 million, 2 million, half of them own houses or, or condos. So there's more than 50 people to talk to, but do you need to talk to 50 people? That's the question. You know, do you want to talk to 50 or do you want to just talk to one or two of the right ones? And so again, that'll all be dictated by if you get into a place of inspiration and then you take action, then, those, those people that resonate with who you are will show up and what you want. Yeah. So I, you are old. In fact, it, yeah, it doesn't matter whether you're new or you're an old agent. In fact, if you're an old agent, it's even more important, right? The new ones are the ones with all the energy. Right. Oh, Mark's got a lot of energy, man. He, he's a, he's a go-getter, so I, I'm not worried about that. So, Mark, we'll talk about who to call. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> what can I do as a brand new agent to produce leads, and how can I get comfortable with contracts when I've done none before? Well, the contract side, John, can probably help you with better than me. Um, but as far as the producing leads, you don't produce leads, right? Um, you, you attract them. And so, and so if you've got your energy up again, you're going you're to attract the right leads. See that that's the thing of it, that it, again, it's about that whole doing and then being instead of being and then doing, right? Because once your once your energy's there, people will start to, to, to come to you that resonate with you. Absolutely. Okay. And Gabriel says, uh, what are the top 
what are your top books or teachers around this subject? I, I mean, I, I can answer this. I mean, we met Chris from the uh, Being the Solution, and you guys should take notes on this Being the Solution. You can only get it on Amazon resale right now, and I think you can get it on Audible. This man is an absolute legend. He lived till he was uh, 97 years old. I was you know, honored to be worked, uh, have worked with him for two years before he passed, God rest his soul. And then, you know, Chris is, uh, he's the predecessor. He's, he's Daryl, <laughs> you know, passing down. Right. So <clears throat> those are the two books. And what, what else would you recommend that in terms of books around this subject, Chris? Gosh, there's so many. Um, and, and it really depends on what level of consciousness you're at as to whether you're going to get the value out of them. But, um, you know, Eckhart Tolle is fantastic, um, really, really good. Uh, I mean, Alan Watts, from an older perspective, is phenomenal. Uh, Abraham Hicks, unbelievable. Like that would be the pinnacle in my view. Um, you just can't get hung up on the delivery. Um, uh, Dr. David Hawkins, unbelievable. Um, yeah, incredible mentor as well. Um, Gosh, there's, there's a lot. I mean, there's so much information out there uh, that is just phenomenal. I mean, I've, you know, I've listened to Wayne Dyer and all that. And obviously, you know, Tony Robbins back in the early days, that type of stuff. Um, I, I would say that, that, that. Frozen again. All right. How do you keep your energy up all day? Do you put a lot of emphasis on what you eat? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, hopefully he's back. Ah, Zoom. Or is it me? Is it me again or no? no you're good. I'm good. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, yeah, Mario's already uh, involved in our program. Guys, if you want more of this stuff, uh, more of what we talked about today, read the book, Being the Solution, and get connected um, with myself, DM me or whatnot. And then, uh, you know, if you if you like to get involved, we have a, a weekly call. It's on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific. It's, it's one hour per week. And it's, um, you know, usually it's 16 weeks to set our goals. And we solely focus on being versus doing, aligning versus grinding. And you know what, it has helped me um, increase my production, uh, become, you know, financially free. And, um, you know, without grinding seven days a week, 12, 14 hour days. So guys, I don't know if he's coming back, but we are at time. Um, I appreciate you guys coming on the call. And if you want more, oh, Chris is back. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know where I went. No worries. No worries. I was just telling uh, everyone that if you want to get more information on what we talked about today, amazing stuff, um, you know, get involved with the PDC every Wednesday at 9 a.m. And, um, you know, Chris is uh, our coach at the, at the higher level of that call as well. Uh, Chris, any last thoughts for the, the audience today? Just feel good. And look, it'll all come. Feel good and it'll all come. Thank you for all that you do. Chris, I know you're a super private person. I won't tell every, everyone to go connect with you, but I appreciate you showing up today and we'll talk to you on Friday. Thank Thanks, you, everyone. Guys. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, Chris.